to episode 69 of the Bomber Brothers podcast, part of the nice. Pinstripe Valley community of podcasts. I was going to set the over-under at three seconds before someone brought said the word nice. Well, there's only two of us on here, so... Yeah. Well, I was going to say it if you didn't, so... Welcome right. to episode 69, which is which hopes to be nicer than how the Yankees played at the Trop. Uh, the Trop is awful. I wish I'd blow that place up. I, like, I saw somebody tweet, like, I hope this place gets demolished. And then it was like, with nobody in it, of course. Like, yeah, yeah we understand that. Well, I, I don't think they have to worry about anyone being in there because yeah. no one ever goes. But yeah. we were, my wife and I were watching the game on Friday, and I made the joke, oh, it looks just like a regular season game. And she was like, were you the 3,000th person to say I that? <laughs> I said, yeah, no. It's It's kind of, it's like an obligation to say it, though. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, that wasn't good. No, it wasn't. It rarely ever is. It's apparently where the Yankees' offense goes to die. And, and the Rays are just Stan a good team. Goes to die. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's that was the next piece of of news, or I guess quote unquote news, because it just seems to be the uh, the norm for Stanton. For the past couple of years, is he just can't stay healthy? I mean, you know, a reaction from some friends texting me after it, and a lot of people on social media are just to you know slam the guy for not being able to stay healthy. I just feel bad for him. I mean, he was the team leader in OPS plus. He was raking. He had just hit a home run that series, and um, yeah, and now he's back on the IL and it's going to be three to four weeks well Rocky seems to be fine with it I mean she seems sounds sounds like she's having a good old time over there which is good yeah she's but, um, her ball celebrating there and judge home run that he just blasted uh towards me up here in Connecticut there you go see I always get annoyed when people say they hit it to New Jersey because the stadium no, that's the opposite way maybe if he fouled it straight back that's it so anyway yeah I mean Ah, look i i don't mean to be like that but i just i'm just kind of getting annoyed with the constant injury stuff with him and i mean i don't know like you know there's definitely some guys that like feel something and then they're just like okay i'm going and then there's guys that try to play through it and it's just like i wonder i wonder how like we'll never know but like i wonder how much is like just him like being extra careful right now and how much is him really hurting himself in either way like if he's really hurting himself then he needs to figure out his his stretching routine because again with the, the these leg injuries in him it, it's just getting ridiculous at this point i mean we're you know paying like 30 million dollars for the guy to not be in our lineup at this point and um i mean look based off of his production in his career he deserves that money but um it's still the way the yankees spend money it's it's taking up a huge chunk of their payroll 
and we're not getting a lot back for it. He had the great opening weekend, and, and you know, since then, was playing okay, not great, and now he's hurt. And I mean, Mike Ford's up right now. Mike Ford's going to get a chunk of playing time, and um, you know, I, I guess that's where we are, and well, we're going to see where we go from here. But you know. They need a healthy John Carlos Stanton that's being productive. That's a big part of their team. Yeah, and uh, to be fair, Mike Ford's not a terrible replacement. He did just bounce into a double play with the bases loaded and nobody out. But before that, he had a big uh, two-run double. He yeah, he's a, hit a home he's a run at the Trop. Look, you're winning. You're winning seven nothing, and you still get a run in. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, doesn't get the RBI, but uh, that's all right. <laughs> gets the run in. Um, that RBI is a stupid stat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but now, like, again, I, I get the frustration. I get, you know, I get the frustration that that's, you know, $30 million for a player that can't stay healthy. But look, the Yankees traded for him for nothing. They gave up nothing to get him. He was coming off an MVP season. And if the Yankees, you know, use a contract like that as, as an excuse to not spend money elsewhere, which thankfully they didn't this offseason, they went out and got Garrett Cole. You know, it's. I'm, I'm sorry, but John Carlos Stanton's thirty million dollars a year does not, or should not, hamstring a franchise like like the Yankees. No, they I understand. Are, they that, are literally built to absorb that. If a guy's getting thirty million, I still, you know, you want him to produce. Oh, of that, course. No, but yeah, no, the, the Yankees are capable of, of absorbing that. That that's for sure. And and look, it's it's not just frustration that he's not out there to help the team. It's frustration because when John Carlos Stanton is hot, like he was opening weekend. This season, an opening weekend in 2018, and the whole 2017 season, he's one of the most fun players to watch in, in Major League Baseball. So I'm just bummed that we don't get to watch him anymore. I mean, just his last home run, just the, the day he got hurt at the Trop, was one of those mammoth Stanton home runs that are just so much fun to watch happen. And having him and Judge in the lineup together was fantastic to start this season because they were both clicking. It was exactly what we envisioned when the Yankees first traded for Stanton and you know now the Yankees make it official today it's going to be three to four week recovery time given all of Stanton's past issues you would imagine it's probably going to be longer than that let's see in the playoffs yeah yeah that probably what it maybe a situation like last year where he comes back for the playoffs and obviously last year he hits the home run in game one and you're Mm -hmm. pumped up that healthy Stanton is back and then he gets hurt again, hurts his quad, and and look, like I, I get it, like injury, like guys that can't, you know, can't fight off injuries, it's it's frustrating, but I don't know, it's it really seemed like you know Stanton coming into this year, he had been pretty vocal about his frustration with his injuries, he he slimmed down a lot in trying to address those injuries, and sometimes you just can't stay healthy no matter what you do. I mean, we saw it with Greg Bird. Look, look what's going on with Greg Bird right now. Put on the IL in Texas, and then the day he comes off the IL, he's DFA'd. It's just unfortunate that some guys that are fun to watch just can't stay healthy. Yeah, but Greg Bird is the greatest player of all time, so <laughs> yeah. he gets passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, hit, he, hit, he hit the biggest home run in Yankee history. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I mean, the last game I went to with Greg Bird, he hit a home run, so I'm just saying. Sa- true, yeah, small sample. You also saw Stanton hit a walk-off. That is true. That is true. But I saw Bird hit two home runs in one game. And I saw Bird hit a home run on Andrew Miller. <laughs> you might recall it saved, saved the season. I do. Still, uh, still watch that highlight sometimes. 
Oh yeah, that that's that's one of the go tos. Um, but yeah, no, obviously, you know, um, it hurts and it's frustrating to have a guy like Stanton hurt all the time. And we talk about it because when he is healthy and he is hitting, he's one of the best players in baseball. And, you know, like we didn't never, I don't think in the three or four years we've been, three years we've been doing this now talked about, um, Jacoby Ellsbury missing time because Jacoby Ellsbury sucked. So, you know, it's it's because he's good that we get, I, that I get frustrated, but I am frustrated because I want the good player on the field, not on the IL, for the majority of his Yankee tenure, which it has been so far. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's frustrating, and especially like you just couple that with the sour feeling of losing three out of four in Tampa after having a rough ending to the Philly series. Um, you know, and crazy too. Like you lose two games, or you have guys flying out to the warning track to, that had a chance to tie or win those games. Yeah, but, void um, void off the bat. I thought was going to be a different outcome in, in the Philly series. Uh, yeah, I was, was I was more sure about the void one, the judge one. I, I thought didn't have enough. Yeah, but, you know who yeah. knows. That was a, that was a great at bat by by Judge though at the end yep. of that game. For sure. Speaking of flyouts to the warning track, I thought that one was gone, but Hicks caught it right at the wall. I can get yeah, used way- to this watching the game while a live podcast. That's yeah, that's it. We we should live podcast uh, <laughs> the World Series when we're there. But no, I probably get, probably not be good. But um, um, wow, the NHL had to postpone the Bruins game till tomorrow at eleven a.m. because of the overtime, the five overtime game going that's on hilarious. now. I guess that, can you imagine like just waiting like to go into the dressing room and it's like oh no you you're gonna have to come back tomorrow that's some little league stuff but I mean the NHL's NHL's putting on a good product right now it's been really fun I mean that Toronto Columbus series was awesome oh yeah and you know it's obviously bizarre that a postseason game gets postponed but hey welcome to 2020 yeah welcome so. to 2020 where Gio Rochella has a 171 OPS plus. So that's three times Gary Sanchez's, I believe. More than that. Yeah. About seven uh, times. Yeah. I mean, look, it's crazy. Like, you know, we're all freaking out. We lose a few games on the road. And now we're coming back and we're beating the hell out of the Braves like they usually do. Beating them eight nothing. And, um, you know, like, for as much as we talk about the Twins... The Yankees own the Braves. Like even when we play them in interleague, I feel like we always have big wins against them. Whether it be 2009, turning the entire season around, yeah. Um, even in '98, they they beat them up pretty good um, in the regular season, and uh, obviously beat them in '96, '99 World Series. So, anyway, um, yeah, I, I you know it's just I forget what the hell I was gonna say. You brought up Gary Sanchez. I think you were going yeah, somewhere so, yeah, with that. So yeah, yeah. So we're like we're losing three out of four, but we're still you know first place, good record, all that. And Sanchez and Torres haven't done jack shit yet. I mean, no, they ha- they haven't. Well, actually, that's not fair. Um, Gary Sanchez is the top rated framer in the league right now in terms of pitch framing. So. Sanchez is doing a lot behind the plate, just absolutely nothing at the plate. 
Torres is doing negative, would we say? <laughs> well, Torres, yeah, and, Torres and already is in a, a good fielder as it is. I'm just saying we can't we can't say Sanchez is doing nothing. It seems like every pitcher has you know has glowing reviews about him behind the plate, and the pitch framing numbers apparently back that up. And uh, yeah, he just he goes through these spells at the plate where he's again. I, I say this all the time, but it's just not a situation like when. Hicks or Judge slumps when they still work counts and can get on base via the walk. Sanchez just chases and strikes out a lot. He's you know he's drawn f- four walks this year, which is actually more than more than Judge. But I mean Hick- Hicks was who was struggling at the beginning of the year. He- he's walked eleven times. So like when he's struggling, he's still getting on base, and that's just that's just not the case for Sanchez. And you know if you want to look at some positives, he. He worked uh, what was it, an eleven pitch at bat earlier in this game, and then smoked a hundred and six mile yeah. an hour liner right off uh, Tucson's foot. And then in the next at bat, which he struck out, but he ripped one foul right before that. So you know, you, you try to look for positives. That's really all you can do when someone's in as bad a slump as Sanchez is in right now. Same same thing with Torres, who just still still looks really lost. I mean, you look at it was two at bats ago, I believe, when he struck out. He had two two strike breaking balls that just were clearly low in a way and he checked his swing on the first one to get it to three two but it was close and then the three two same location he tried to check again but he went too far and struck out it just seems like he's clearly clearly pressing and just clearly looking for that fat pitch that he can mash and try to get back into a into a groove it's interesting i think it was I think Michael Kay brought it up on the broadcast, asking Paul O'Neill if, because he, I guess a scout had said that the Yankees moved Torres up to third in the order, and now he's swinging, trying to swing like he's a number three hitter and getting out of what made him so good last year when we all joked that he was like the greatest number nine hitter of all time. But and, didn't he hit third in the playoffs last yeah, year? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think he, uh, as I think that was Osuna, just was absolutely Ozuna. demolished yeah. <laughs> three-run home run off Montgomery. Might be time to get the bullpen going, but anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, Torres definitely was. I'll have to double check. We'll have to double check where he batted during the postseason, but he certainly went off in the uh, ALDS and Game One of the ALCS. I know, I know he batted third in the game we went to because Lemayhew homered, and then you had the um, Judge. Single, then Glaber doubled. Sanchez struck out. Hicks hit a three-run homer. So yeah. Glaber was batting third in Game Five. Um, so yeah, Ozuna just crushed that ball. Yeah, hanging breaking ball, and it's a shame because uh, Montgomery's been pitching so well. That is, yeah, it's it's but been it's like a, when you get in, it's been a weird weird inning though because Freeman had that shift beater that would you know yeah whatever it happens i mean the, the guy gets into enough trouble he's gonna get bit once in a while montgomery does like to get into trouble yeah uh, i'm assuming he doesn't like it but he does it a lot oh well, yeah <laughs> so all right you got it one home run and two balls hit the warning track so far this inning and a ripped line drive back up the middle for a base hit so anyway speaking of framing one of the, the catcher in my men's league dude he will like you know when Varitek used to do it a lot when Jeter was up. They used to try to frame it high where he would kind of come out of the crouch. Yeah, I think about so, I think about yeah. the eighth inning of Game, game seven, seven all yeah. the time. 
So when our catcher wants a high fastball, he just holds his glove like straight up over his head, like staying in his crouch, <laughs> like with his hand just straight up. Like he looks like the Statue of Liberty. I'm like, how do you think this framing is going to work, bud? Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> We've never got a called strike on it in like 13 games. Just uh, uh, just gotta real, call Garrett. Just real quick, I double checked and Torres did bat third in game one of the ALCS as well when he went seemed three fine. for five with a dinger and five RBIs. So yeah, he seemed fine that day. Yeah. So he's probably just off to a slow start, and I'm sure it gets in the players' heads that it's only a 60 game season, and you're probably like, man, I really need to get it going quick, or this small short season is going to catch up on me. Yeah, they brought that up on the broadcast today. It gets it gets late early out there, so that, that's that's true. So, um, you know, hopefully he relaxes a little bit. I mean, they they knocked him down to five today, but um, I don't know. Maybe a little home cooking on this homestand and get a couple guys going. We'll see. What he needs is a good four game series against the Orioles. I mean, uh, he played the Orioles last last two weeks ago. He didn't do much. No, I know. But and the, I, Orioles are the, Red Sox, the Red Sox are coming in this series, right? Yeah, they're coming for four games, right? It's, isn't it like a weird like Friday to Monday or something like that? Well, that's not too weird, but yeah, let's uh, let's just we'll, we'll get the bats going that series for sure. Theoretically, yes. Well, I, I mean, four game series against Boston. Anything worse? Anything two and two is is a failure in my opinion. They have to go at least three and one. Yeah, I agree. You know, you know what's been a kind of a bummer about this season so far, and this game right now has made me think about it. We get the opening series against Washington. Don't get to see Soto because he tested positive. And now this, tonight, Acuna is a late scratch because he's got a sore wrist. And it's like we don't get to see two of the most exciting young players in baseball. Well, I mean, if the Yankees keep winning, it's fine with me. See, like, of course I want the Yankees to win, but I also want, like, the best to go against them. I still want to see that. I still, if the, if the Yankees play the angels, I still want to see Mike Trout, even though he's probably going to go crazy. But I also know that the Yankees should theoretically score 10 runs against the angels. That's, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, no, I mean, I understand what you mean, but I'm just in this short season, this sprint, I'm not, no, every every game matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird though. Like with everything going on, like it's definitely, it's like a weird intense, but I'm like, this doesn't matter. This doesn't really matter. Like Honestly, like the two moments, like I was, I was telling my wife, like watching the games, it feels, I don't want to say it feels wrong, but it just like, there's something in the back of my mind all the time when I'm watching the games. But I was like more excited for like the draft stuff with hockey and the the dolphins getting to it. Like, because it's like, okay, this is future stuff that I'll enjoy once this is all over. But when I'm watching the games, I'm like, there's still all this other shit going on right now. And it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to um turn that perspective off i guess yeah I don't, I, don't get me wrong i've i watched like 24 hours of baseball the first four or five days that it started back up again and i still watch every yankee game unless i'm out at work but yeah no it, it's, it's 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 fun but it's not as freeing I yeah guess. yeah it's I, it. I watch it all i love watching it all but it's not it's hard to get as invested as I felt like I would be only because I think it's more, you know, the empty seats are a reminder of everything going on, but also that I'm just still not sold on the fact that this season is even going to reach a postseason. 
I mean, yeah, well, the Cardinals are never going to play again. Yeah, the Cardinals are so far behind in the scheduling. We saw what happened with the Marlins. They're back playing, and they're going to win the World Series if there is one. And, yeah, probably. And then you have what's going on with Cleveland, with uh, Plezak and Clevenger. And, you know, you think Clevenger, you know, hid his part in that until after he flew with the team, which is certainly scary. And and you just realize, like, you know, how many other guys around the league are, you know, secretly going out when they get bored in quarantine. And, and all it's going to take is for them to, you know, catch it somewhere and then there's another outbreak and the whole season shuts down yep or teams or teams fighting (laughs) or teams fighting and it takes one guy who's maybe asymptomatic and then that turns into a spread or something like that which we saw that fight with the a's and astros so who there's just there's just so many unknowns for me in terms of like not being sold on if you know we're going to make it to the postseason and and i saw as you know uh jeff passon reported that the mlb is trying to get a bubble for the postseason which i think is the no-brainer situation and it's like okay then you then you've eliminated home field advantage for the higher seeded teams for the expanded playoffs then all of a sudden even if you're even if you finish with the best record in the league now you're just playing a three-game series in neutral territory, and yeah. literally anything can happen there. I mean, just a few days ago, I don't know how much it's changed now, but a few days ago the Yankees had the second-best record in the American League, which meant they would have had to face Cleveland in the first round in that three-game series. And Cleveland has like a, a starting rotation just built for that kind of situation. Yeah, absolutely. Did you see what Freddie Freeman just did? I saw him try to catch a ball <laughs> in foul foul ground. Let's see, he reached up. Yeah. And then watch. He's gonna go down and he sees a ball that's in the aisle. Oh, he's trying he's to like, pick oh, it. I'll just pick that one up. <laughs> so I like Freeman, he's funny. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, no, ex- exactly. Because the Yankees play so even when there's no fans there, apparently, the Yankees play better at Yankee Stadium. You're sleeping in your own bed, you know, you have your own comforts. Yeah. Playing a neutral site, having home field means nothing except having the last at bat. And while that's good and all, come on, like it's ridiculous. And you have this expanded postseason, which is also ridiculous. So yeah, I hate it. I'm so afraid that they're going to stick with the expanded postseason because it'll bring in more money. I really, I really hope not. Yeah, Baseball postseason is fantastic as it is, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think I honestly think right now is the absolute perfect setup, and yeah. hope they stick with it. I wouldn't but, change a thing. Yep. Same here. But I just would keep the DH and the NL. Everything else needs to go back to the way it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, including the Astros getting beamed left. And right. <laughs> Although apparently their hitting coach was insulting Ramon Laureano's mother or something yeah, yep. like that, which just yeah, what a terrible franchise. Far for the course for that franchise. I think instead of having a postseason, they should just have a bubble and have the Yankees and Dodgers play the 2017 World Series. <laughs> and then, yeah, then have the Yankees and Dodgers play the 2018 World Series because the Astros and Red Sox were both cheaters. So the Yankees advance. I like it. Or who did, the, wait, who did the Astros beat in 20, 
18 in the ALCS. The, the Astros lost to the Red Sox. In the I mean, the division, the division series, excuse me. In the 2018 division series? Yeah. Man, Who won the Central? I can't even remember. I, I would imagine. Oh, Cleveland. Wasn't that the year with yeah, the drone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. No, it wasn't the year with the drone. The drone happened in Toronto. Oh, well, that was still Cleveland. Yeah, it was Cleveland. They brought, they brought Bauer out of the bullpen in one of those games or something. But, yeah. yeah, so the Yankees should play the Indians, and then the winner plays the Dodgers in the World Series. And just do, like, two World Series in one year, and we'll have new champions for 2017 and 2018. Like, just do that. That'll be better. Sounds good to me. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's these are my ideas. Are they good? No. <laughs> um, speaking of not good, Sanchez – just struck out. Uh, he's fighting though. Like he's fouling. Yeah, pitch. works a full count. I feel like I feel like it's little big league, and we're watching Jerry hit. Like we're just like we're looking for anything <laughs> yeah. to give us hope. <laughs> little seeing eye single the opposite way. This could be the start of something. It's, it's okay that you're slumping, Gary, because we like your baseball card. Uh, all right, what else going on, in Yankee Universe? Uh, I, I was encouraged by by Pat Paxton. Was certainly not encouraged when the game started, and he was throwing 89 miles an hour, but then he got it up to about 94 and settled in and pitched great. Kept in a little bit too long. Yeah, but a lot of what's going on right now reminds me of 2018. Boone's leaving guys in too long, and they're lacking in some fundamentals, but I think that's probably just a result of there's so many games in so many days that Boone has to push guys because yeah. he's going to burn his bullpen out. And with the right, way he doesn't have yeah, and with the way that the season is, I think it's probably a little bit harder to focus. I think last year the team definitely seemed a little bit more focused um, defensively and on the base paths than they do so far this year. But it's Talkman. early, and it's a very weird situation. What did you say? I said looking at you, Mike Talkman. Yeah, Mike Talkman. Torres. Not, uh, not great. So that's it. But – yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. Do you think? Um, do you think if Montefiore finds the vaccine for COVID, <laughs> they will just play nonstop commercials for the next thirty years? On because we had um, we had um, Corazon, then we had um, yeah, right, and now we have the ballet dancer. Yeah. Well, if they do, I hope they would understand the gravity of my gratitude if that yeah. vaccine helped life go back to normal. I uh, I mean I can't imagine because they just play the same commercial for an entire season. Like you don't think like we'll roll out a few. But it's just like we're gonna the same one. Let's yeah. just go. So anyway, all right. Well, I mean that, that's about all I got. That's all that's going on, right? I mean Chapman's coming back soon, so yeah, that's good. yeah. That'll pitched, help the bullpen. Pitch the sim game. We'll see. We'll see how he comes back. It'll be interesting to see what his velocity is looking like and um. And oh, how, how much he's uh, – I mean, he looks like he's been getting pretty jacked. This is – why is Talkman on deck? It's only 8-3. They wouldn't be taking him out, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. That's not good. But it's the Yankees, and given everything that's happened since the beginning of last year, I'm going to assume that – He's dead? Judge, I mean, they just Judge showed him. broke another rib or something? I mean, he just hit a dinger. What the hell? 
Yeah, well, Stanton hit a dinger in the 2019 ALCS and was immediately taken out. He, Stanton just hit a home run a couple days ago and was shortly but after I'm, taken he, out. He hasn't done anything since hitting a home run, right? Like, well, they were they were in the uh, field. This sucks worse than anything that has ever sucked before. <laughs> well, I am going to try to not panic until we hear something. I mean, look, he's still sitting in the dugout, hanging over the rail, watching the game. 8-3 and heading in, about to head into the seventh inning. It's only five runs. I'm, look, I'm just trying to make sense of it. I don't know. Um... Padres just traded for Yonder Alonso. Good. Padres I just saw are that. going for it. I just saw that when I'm scrolling through Twitter furiously. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. He has such good – I would never play poker against Aaron Judge. Yeah, me neither. So, anyway. All right, well, I guess we're just going to have to leave on this unknown negative That's note. That's hard. Yeah. Yes. Tune into the post game and just hold your breath. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, what are you looking forward to this week except – Well, Judge just smiled and, yeah. and like, yeah, he seems he seems okay. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Maybe they had told him, like, look, you're, you're going to get a rest. we got a bunch of games coming up. He played both ends of the doubleheader the other day. Yeah, well, let's let's just hope that's it. I mean, honestly, based on Judge's you current can't tell demeanor, him freaking out. Yeah, freaking out, man. Yeah, and uh, we'll see. Well, the Clint Frazier, Clint Frazier, is going to go play right field and, and just be horrible. That's that'll <laughs> what happen. He'll hit though. I think Clint Frazier will hit for sure. Do you think Judge hurt his arm when he fired that absolute missile to home plate on that uh, on that line out? In the early that, innings, I was so that was a beautiful throw. Yeah, it's like the guy didn't even try, but judges like here, just just watch. Yeah. This is why See this is why everybody. So, anyway, all right, all right. Well, we're gonna have to end on that because we can't just sit here and wait for the for the post game update. But yep. Hopefully, that's it. judge is okay. Hopefully, judge is okay, everybody. That's um, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting not horrible news on Aaron Judge this week, and uh, just just a couple series at the stadium. Looking forward to that. Yeah, sounds good. I know you're going on vacation, so you're looking forward to that. So, oh yeah, enjoy. I will. I'm gonna have my MLB TV down there, so still be able to tune in. Hopefully to don't, watch Aaron Judge. Don't forget your podcasting stuff. Oh, yeah. People are going to want to know what happened to Aaron Judge that don't have TVs. Yeah, exactly. Or radios or, or the internet, but somehow listen to this podcast. Yeah. Got to think about everybody. That's it. All right. Well, thanks to everyone for listening. Let's all uh, let's all keep those fingers crossed. It looks like everything's fine. He's smiling in the dugout, so let's let's hope. Everything is indeed fine. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to everyone next week after the uh, Yankee series with Boston. Sounds good. Let's go Yankees.